Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about Private Practice Season 3, Episode 4. Episode 4, Pushing the Limits, was written by Ayana A. Floyd and directed by Allison Liddy Brown. It aired on October 22nd, 2009. Enjoy! All right, patients are Kimmy with pregnancy, Colette and Ty with pregnancy and couples counseling, We have Danielle Palmer, who got birth control samples and hygiene products from Addie, and Elliot Palmer, who has Kawasaki syndrome and a burst aneurysm. Heavy, heavy. Oh, boy. And, of course, we're doing first notes and miscellaneous per usual. Yes. What's your first note? I said Addison trying to recruit Sam to be a surgeon. I said, why not? He was. Yeah, he was before. He, you know, just recently did it. So he could, you know, dust off, dust off the old skills. I bet <laughs> yeah. he, he just wants to, you know, have more in common with his new beau, Bailey. Right, right. Oh, that's true, too. Get a, get a little closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My first note is that this is not what I would imagine Addison works out in. At all. No. No. No, even in 2009, we had athleisure, and this is just not. Oh, yeah. She has on like an old gray sweatshirt, and I, I just yeah. I feel like she'd have on, I don't know, at least a cute Fabletics set yeah, or something. Fabletics, <laughs> Blue Lemon, giving me some Lulu. vibe, something. For sure. That would be more up her alley. I'm also surprised that like hiking would be her exercise of choice. I'm sure Sam like swayed her. Yeah, no, we saw her doing Pilates with Naomi. A while ago. Okay. Maybe she's cross-training. Yeah. (laughs) Just getting it all in. We love fitness. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta stick to those California standards. Yes. (laughs) Do you have any other first notes before we move on? I just said, Violet not going to look at her baby in Addison's bright orange dress. Different. It was giving like retro vibes, I felt. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Mm. Violet is really not in a good place. Yeah. Yeah, that was all I had. Kimmy, I was confused if this was supposed to be, like, the funny part of the episode, like, the part mm. where they would normally be playing, like, the do 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 Right, right, in Grace. Yeah, I feel like it was supposed to be, but... You think so? I, I feel like that, like, either that or Sheldon being like, you're on my turf. <sighs> Right, exactly. There's definitely like comedic moments. Yeah. I I don't know. I just I feel like she's not she's definitely a little anxious. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's fine. She's growing yeah. another human inside of her body. Sure. But she's she's not wrong when she's yelling at Dell being like, "I have questions. I paid for midwife service because right. she's going to her midwife for care and legit worried." And I'm afraid mm-hmm. that Dell isn't being as patient with her as he normally would be because of the situation that he was in with Betsy. And then as I was typing mm. that, he started to scream at her. And I was like, well, I guess I don't have to finish my sentence. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, well, they they saw it. They saw it. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same way. I thought that in a like in a real life situation, I think that doctors would, you know, obligated seems like, you know, an intense word. But I feel like they would definitely – take the time to look into it more just out of the patient's concern yeah. as opposed to like brushing it off as easily as you did. Exactly. Pregnancy and labor is scary and she's allowed to ask questions. Absolutely. She didn't absolutely. go to school like Dell or any of the doctors. 
Right. So she doesn't have the knowledge that they have to, to ease her mind. Mm-hmm. But and then I I did ask, I said, is there a name for people who think that they're having their baby every day? Like I was like, I feel like that has to be like a type of phobia or something. I was interested. I was like, I should have Googled it actually. <laughs> not it's not hypochondria because there she is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Hypo Right. Something Ia. Hypolaboria. Oh, right. <laughs> Laboria. Let's call that. Very Let's funny. Let's call it that. <laughs> there we go. Calling Webster now. Yes. Excuse me, Mr. Webster. <laughs> we want to add a word. Thank Miriam you. Webster. I guess it would be Miss Webster. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm yeah. into it. My last note for Kimmy is that at least he realizes that he's being unreasonable and that he's sorry. Yes. Yeah. He came around because I think he probably realized that like, you know, you got to show the patients some kind of consideration for their feelings, even if they seem ridiculous to you. Yeah. Do you have any more about Kimmy? No, that's all I had for her. She also plays a person on Grey's, somebody who needs like a she? I think a kidney transplant or something. Wow. Izzy also play. gets kicked off of her case for getting too involved. <laughs> oh, Surprise, surprise. Shall we move on to Colette and Ty? Yes. I think your first note is also my first note, so I'll let you say it. Okay. Let's see. For Ty. Colette and Ty, yeah. Oh, Colette and Ty. Well, Tracy Tom yes. screaming. Exclamation point. <laughs> All caps. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. <laughs> of course. I was like, oh, I was so excited. Yeah. She's like, I feel like she's like guest star queen. Yeah, everything. Of, she's been literally everything. Like, it's pretty incredible her her resume, but I was so excited to see her. It it says it in the trivia later, so I almost don't mm-hmm. want to say it now, but I will anyway. Because okay. dear listeners, if you're like, why are they talking about her? Who is this person? She also <laughs> plays Joanne in the movie of Rent, in which Tay Diggs is Benny. Yes, and I'm bummed that we didn't get to see the two of them together. Me too. I was like, what a dope reunion that would have been. And then especially if they would have just decided to bring Adina on at the same time, it would have been too much. Oh my God. <laughs> we should be so lucky. Yeah. Like right, That would definitely right. be just a season 17 of Grey's Anatomy type thing. They'd all be on the beach together. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> the sand isn't real. <laughs> a line. Yeah. I At the top of the episode, I said Violet is not ready to be seeing mm. patients with a lot of teas no, on that knot. No, no. Let me see what I said for Violet. I said she still can't get the blood out. Yeah, no, it's still a stain. <laughs> I said she still can't get. The- and then I said, well, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but um, into the the session that she has with Colette, Ooh. I said Violet is projecting. Oh no! And it was just like obviously more than what she was saying in the moment, which was obviously her experience. But I was more so scared about like the after effect of it and what. Colette was going to feel yeah. like she needed to do because someone else had had a, a tainted experience, which is like awful. But whew, that whole scene, I was like, but she did that monologue. <laughs> yeah, she really did. That was incredible. And then later when she's having fake drinks, aka water with Dell, and yes. Dell says, I don't know what you told your patient, but you are a good therapist, Violet. I said, yeah, maybe, but not right now. Right. Not at this point. And it's so funny because usually Violet is so on it. I'm so impressed by like she is good at her job and like, you know, and she knows it, which is why I think she was like saying like, all I have is my work right now in this moment. It was. What did you say? I'm dead inside, but I have my work. What did she say? Yeah. She said, yes. She said, I. Insides are dead. Insides are dead. Yeah. My insides are dead. All I have is my work. So. 
that's which is who to say that out loud and it's so crazy because it's almost like when she's talking it's like it's just like what you hear about postpartum um people who experience it that it's almost like an outer body experience and she's like i want to do this i want to love my child and be there for him and stuff but she's like i'm physically and mentally incapable and that's just like so hard i didn't write a whole lot about really any of the patients this time it's just that's a such a hard thing it is it was pretty pretty straightforward and i I just even how they kind of revealed to us how she had gotten pregnant and i was just like because i was like (laughs) of course me always like jumping to the comedic side of it i was just like well i was like why don't she know who she's pregnant by and then (laughs) when they explained why i was like oh okay yeah um but I'm glad that Ty came came around to being more open. Only open because she didn't want to continue the pregnancy, though. That's how I thought. Right. I guess I'm thinking at the at the end when he was finally like, "What do you want to do?" Yeah. Um, but but that was that was A my small f- bit of compassion. That was my first reaction too. I was like jumping right to like you know jumping right to abort. I was surprised that he well not surprised that but I was um, taken aback by his lack of compassion like you said about the situation and that you know some people it's a difficult situation but I know that some people really do find the joy and like you know bringing new life into the world Mm -hmm. and making a good situation out of a terrible one and I think that obviously I'm sure because of his you know hurt and what his wife had been through he wasn't seeing seeing the light in that way but yeah yeah I'm wondering if they were in couples counseling before the attack or only oh, after i would be curious to know that that's a good question i would have assumed that violet was the first therapist that they saw yeah i hope that wasn't the first session though i know right <laughs> right <laughs> right shall we move on to danielle yeah so i put danielle and elliot together Okay. I don't know that calling the mother was the right decision on Addie's part, and I think that they figure that out. But I feel like any 15-year-old who's running away from home with a child is not Mm -hmm. running away from a good situation. Yeah, one would assume. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and as, was it Cooper or or Sam that brought it up that she could be being, like, abused or... I think Sam, maybe. I think. I don't know. Either way, one of the guys for once said the right Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, my first thought was like, pretty little liars. Yes. I was trying to think of, I was like, was she on the show at the time? If if she had started Pretty Little Liars yet, then another note I have was just (laughs) the baby with an emoji. That baby was really like acting his tush off when they were outside and like they were trying to look at his rash. He was the cutest little thing. And I was like, you better. <laughs> Where are you now? <laughs> right. I know. He's probably like 18 years old. I know. Wow. Yeah. Yep. At least. <laughs> yeah. Pretty old. Pretty old. Right. The whole situation is just really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And when the mother says, right now, I have to think for her, not about her. Girl. Yeah. Face palm. Yeah. Things aren't going to turn out well for Elliot if he's raised by her instead of this mother. It's a wonder no. that Danielle is as level-headed as she is. Very true. Because, I mean, it's tough. But, like, for a 15-year-old on, on on the run with the baby, I think she was doing a pretty good job. so, too. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was quite a moment. And then when Addison... <laughs> 
called her an a-hole. I was like, oh. <laughs> that really like shocked me. I didn't see that coming. Like, but, Can you even say this on television? Right. I know. That's what literally my first thought always. But yeah, I know TVs and maybe she could, if it was like now, maybe I wouldn't have been as shocked. But yeah. Yeah. 11 years ago, 100%. Right. I don't have anything else for patience. Do you? I don't think so. No. Nope. Miscellaneous. Here we come. Coming for you. I guess I was I was super specific this time around. Honestly, I didn't have I didn't have many miscellaneous at all. And I felt like even for the characters, it was much less than I did for episode three. Same, same. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why either. It was a good episode. It was, yeah. I was probably invested. <laughs> Watching fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. That's like I said Addison is getting dragged for being wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they just have one day to give it to her. She's like, so by the end of the day, and it's not even a formal meeting, there's at breakfast, and they're like, Yeah, right. no, that's fine, that's fine. Right. I'm just like, girl, you expect people to just have this laying around. Yeah. <laughs> you could buy two cars for that. Literally, literally. I'm also wondering if it really didn't occur to Addison that it might be hard for people to come up with money that quickly i feel like it really didn't because she had a really nice beat that she was like oh my god that you're right that is a lot of like i shouldn't just ask for that yeah i think it showed her um not insensitivity but it definitely it kind of like showed it did it showed a privilege yeah. it showed a little bit of a class difference i felt which i don't know if they were trying to do that on purpose or not but it was nice touch yeah it really was <laughs> Charlotte tearing up this bathroom makes for a cute remodel to Coop's apartment in the coming episodes. But again, the assumption oh. that everyone is rich is not right. Very true. Exactly. I was glad. Like, and he told her in a really funny way. I thought, like, please stop like tearing up my bathroom because I'm going to have to pay for yeah. it. Yeah. Especially the damage that she's probably like already done. Down to the studs. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. Yeah. People do just assume and like, yeah. That, like all doctors got it like that and it's like that's not the case yeah I remember one time I went out to dinner for a birthday and I ended up I, I knew that it was an expensive restaurant and I had like just it, I was just out of college and I ended up oh. paying $50 for a bowl of soup get out because, soup yeah because when the check came they were like cool so we'll, we'll just split it equally Girl, I, like, I ordered soup for a reason. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I was just having this conversation with friends too about like the whole splitting the bill thing. I don't know if you saw the video that went viral of the guy on doing Peloton and he's saying like, oh, how like, yeah. don't invite that. So funny. I've watched it so many times I, yeah. this week, but I saw it because you I was retweeted a, it. Oh, really? It's just so funny. His delivery is hilarious, first of all. But I was in a similar situation for a friend's birthday. And it was like maybe me and three other girls, including the birthday girl. And we were at Vandal. I don't know if you've ever been to Vandal downtown in New York. I think um, I have. Really cool restaurant. Yeah. Great food. They have like, you know, kind of like uh, art monuments and stuff in there. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like, I've you know, definitely been street there. stylish. Mm-hmm. And... Like, this is maybe like 2017 still like doing like the the, sh- the struggling actor i hate that stereotype but, like, the, the, the grind the in new frugal. york like i was the frugal life right i was like temping in new york right like and the bill came and like even us splitting they were like oh birthday girl doesn't pay which is like something that i completely like stand yeah. by i don't think that the birthday girl should pay but i was not prepared to like 
pay even like 90 bucks for a split bill. And I just remember like going home that night, like calling my mom being like, I can't believe it came to that. And like, you know, even, even now years later, like someone who like now has been smart about saving and things like that. Like even today, I don't think I would have much of a problem with it. But back then in 2017, I was like stunned. I was like, I just was like unprepared to pay for that much. Yeah. So yeah. I know it was, it's bills are so weird and not even bill splitting co-op splitting. Yes, even that is like whew, on the company. If you were splitting the bill amount to fifty thousand dollars, you'd you'd blink. Come on, right? It's like Addison, you wouldn't take care of it yourself. Yeah, truly, truly. But also, I'm wondering why they didn't ask for this money when everyone from everyone when they were going broke last season. That's what I was thinking too. I was just like, isn't this our second time running into money problems yes. <laughs> at the practice? It definitely is. At 11 minutes and 20 seconds, I would just like to clock that we see the binder wallpaper again, and this time it is in Naomi's office. Oh, my goodness. I, I told myself I was going to go back and look last time, but now I, like, have to make a point, too, because it's just – it's its own character now. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It wow. didn't look as fake this time as it did last time, but I think it was the perspective that we were seeing it from. They added some some character yeah. to it, huh? Yeah. Some, some art department <laughs> character. Right. My next note is that I don't think I'm in a bad mood, and I don't think I was in a bad mood, but I'm not finding mm-hmm. the Sheldon stuff funny when he's yelling at Pete. Oh, yeah, no. And I Mm-mm. think it was supposed to be funny. The, I think so, too. Yeah. When he said, I call Naomi, I did think that that was funny. Yeah, when that little like bit. A, like, claiming her as a friend. Like, it, I feel like it started out serious, and then, like, they tried to make it funny, but. Yeah, humorous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not not a I, not I didn't I didn't laugh too much because I think he was saying some real stuff, and of course I don't think it's their intention. But like I hate to like write him off because it's like he still waited all this time to find out whether that child was yeah. his or not. So like he deserves to grieve a little. Well, like ten or eleven know? months by that point. Sheesh. Yeah. What I did love is the recurring theme of Naomi loving to eat chocolate. Yes, I made note of that too. I said they stay having her eat chocolate. Uh huh. <laughs> I also said that they stay having Naomi holding the baby too. Yeah. I feel like she's always holding the baby. Okay. I don't know if that's just like a maternal, her, you know, the maternal part of her, just like lovingly. I don't know. I loving on a baby. I yeah. I'm just gonna say okay. Cool. cool. Onto Charlotte writing a blank check. If fifty thousand dollars is the add on, what? <laughs> Yeah, she must got it like that. Because what was Charlotte's family situation? Or is that just all of her, just from her being the boss? Well, she comes from that, like, huge house in the South when we saw Big Daddy die. Right. And the two brothers, or three brothers. Mm-hmm. And she does have two very high-powered jobs, so. That's true. She's good for it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a lot of trust and a huge bank account. And going through yes. my mind at first, I said, you know, I would trust Addison with my checkbook. And then mm-hmm. on second thought, I was like, no, I would mm-hmm. probably trust Sam with my checkbook. Oh, okay. More so than Addison? Yeah, because Addison doesn't understand what money is to a person who is not wealthy. Yes. Okay. I see that. But I think Sam, like, sees from both angles. Mm-hmm. Right. That's understandable. I think Cooper would spend it on weird stuff. Yeah. Violet is not in a state of mind to have anything right now. No. Um, Naomi didn't do a great job at the practice last time, so. <laughs> yeah. 
take it a little sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd give it to Sam. Okay. I think that's a solid choice. I think that Sam would be very responsible when it comes to yeah. money. Yeah. What would you do? Springing mm, this on you? No. I... <laughs> My first thought was I was like I would take out a loan, try to borrow it from somebody. Um, but it's like again, it's like are you going to find many people who are in that kind of position to even like loan you that kind of money in those circles? Apparently, right? Probably, yeah. Probably would be easier in those kind of circles. Money like that and that kind of lump sum can be hard to hard to get a hold of in a short amount of time, especially like yeah, new. Oh yeah, not even overnight. When Pete goes in to tell Violet that he's going to be moving downstairs, Tim Daly's beat when he says, mm. I'm sorry it's so hard for you. Was so good. Because he really, they were yes. both dreaming of this life together it's, and then oh, Katie ripped it away from that. so sad is that it's like, it shouldn't yeah. be the way it is, right? That they should be happily experiencing this each other the baby and it's just tainted by something so horrible but yeah i'm looking forward to the the well, justice that i praise to come but okay yeah we'll see we'll see i'm musing <laughs> yeah, you're musing i love the muses i am <laughs> my very last note is that i suddenly wonder if violet has a basement because she's just hammering at her floor let's hope not right oh my gosh yeah as if there's nothing underneath yeah like where's just her washer ground. dryer right all she that have a treadmill downstairs like right i wonder she's gotta have a basement right we're just like not supposed to think about it huh some canned goods yeah i i don't know if people in california have basements that's yeah that's a good question because I'm gonna be like, why did I feel like they don't? But. I don't. Yeah, I feel like it's a tornado alley thing mostly. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dear right. listeners, if you know the answer, let us know, please. Thank you. Please do. Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more notes? I do not. Not for this episode. I, I like I said, I definitely took less on this episode than I did for episode I, three. Yeah, I also did. I'm. I'm not sure why. Oh, I did say that I love when characters have an emotional release through a physical activity. Like, I really enjoyed yes. seeing Violet tear her floor up, very similarly to how I feel like I reference Insecure a lot. But um, Issa has an episode in Insecure, too, where she, like, tears up her apartment. I just, like, love those moments for characters because I feel like I can vicariously yeah. live through them <laughs> get my release. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. agree. So Sam's style was very easy for me this week. It was mm-hmm. not even a contender except for in our first episode when we were at the dance for Ryan Crawford, okay. 30 minutes and 10 seconds. There's mm-hmm. an extra walking behind Cooper and Pete into uh-huh. the dance. And she's like, I don't know, 13, 14, whatever age she would be. Mm-hmm. It's a dress that you and I both wore in 2009. I'm sure. Of oh it, my God. With I bet. a green top and a pink and white bottom. It's like a, like a semi-formal dress. I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about. I loved it. It was, I don't know if it was a featured extra role or just an extra oh role. My they were God. like, hey, you walk behind these two people. Right. But add some color. Yeah. I, I also couldn't stand to kick Violet when she was down. So yeah, of <laughs> course, of course. This bravo to you extra bravo. Wow. Stepping out in style. Yes. In 09. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Is it time for our 
guest star. It is, it is. For episode four, our guest star spotlight is, dun, 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 the one and only Tracy Nicole Toms. How did I know? How did you know? (laughs) I mean, one could just guess. She was born August 19th, another August at Leo's in the house, August 19th, 1975 in Baltimore, Maryland. And she's five foot five. So same height as me almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like five. Oh, you're taller than me. You're tall. I'm, I'm five seven. Yeah, I'm I was like, going to say five seven. I feel like I'm like fake tall. I wish I was taller, <laughs> but like I'm like in between. I'm like tall enough, I guess. <laughs> I get, yeah, I get you because it's like you're not five four, but you're also not five ten. Right. And a lot of people like don't even like want to like pay attention to you for like certain things unless you're like five eight. And I'm just like, dang. Just wear some I'm nice sorry. shoes. Stretch out at yeah. night. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, get, get that extra height. She's an actress and producer known for Rent, the movie in 2005, Death Proof movie in 2007, and the one we all know and love, The Devil Wears Prada from 2006. She graduated from Howard University with a bachelor's in fine arts, and she also graduated from Juilliard. Casual. I know, right? Casual, you know. <laughs> In 2008, she was asked to join the final Broadway cast of Rent, playing Joanne, as Sam mentioned earlier in our this episode, previous episode, this this past episode, this This one, one. playing Joanne Jefferson. Uh, The role that she played in the 2005 film Rent had always she had always wanted to go on stage and wanted to play the role on stage, um, and so she accepted when she was asked to. And she was on stage July 26, 2008, until the final show on September 7th, 2008. So she had a nice little run getting wow. to do it on Broadway, which is pretty cool yeah, after doing no, the film. That's a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. Our trivia for this episode, Pushing the Limits, is yeah. this episode scored 9.93 million viewers. Okay. So that's less from the last episode. That was 10.36, but not mm-hmm. not super low, which is good. Yeah. Samantha Kwan, who plays Kimmy, also played Shelley Bowden in an episode of Grey's Anatomy, which is okay. how I how I knew to tell you that. Yes, yes. And as we've said only about seven times, Tracy Toms and Tay Diggs co-starred in the film Rent 2005. Yes, iconic. So I know you've mused a little bit for us, Melissa, but please let yes. us know what else you have in store. Okay, well... I told Sam I would I would save the one that I'm using for off air. Um, but here, why don't you say it and, and then I can you can cut, cut it, it out. out if uh, I think Naomi is going to get pregnant. Okay. But I'm not sure. <laughs> Sam's like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I know she's of a certain age, but I don't know why I felt like I had a flashback of her like getting pregnant. I don't know by who, but Maybe I'm making it up in my mind and I'm just like pushing too hard with the fact that she's been holding Violet's baby so often. No, she is holding know. Violet's baby a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I'll I'll renege that assumption. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing, Melissa. We both have degrees in acting, so she could be like pregnant as we speak and you would never know. You're right. You're right. And you, yeah, you, you can't tell me. So I have to, I can't take it personal. So, but that's just like the first thing at the forefront of my mind. In other news, I'm hoping that Violet seeks the help that she needs because we can't we can't jeopardize 
the livelihood of the patients any longer and have any other outbursts like that. I think that she needs to continue having those outbursts in a safe space with someone else therapizing her. Where she's Um, not in the therapist chair. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And that way she can like, you know, start rebuilding her trust as a therapist because I think that she was like pretty disappointed in herself after that moment. She was like, this is my, like, all I have is my work. And she was like, this is what I do well. So um, I hope that she seeks the help that she needs. Um, And uh, I'm excited to see what Pete's relationship with Lucas is going to be. Like, I, I think that I think he's just going to continue to be a great father. I just hope that they can come together, that he, Violet, and Lucas can, like, all be under one roof and, like, be the family that they want to be. And Addison, I hope we see more of Morgan. I just really enjoy when Morgan pops up on Addison. (laughs) So I feel like, I feel like we're not done with the, with the saga with Noah. I feel like we're going to see him again at some point, so... I've been enjoying the break from him, but I guess he <laughs> he keeps things spicy. Who else? Dell. Vi- oh, Dell. Dell. Oh, no. Oh, say what you were gonna say. Say what you were gonna say. Well, I was I was gonna say Cooper and um, Charlotte, but I feel like they've been like they've been making such leaps and bounds. I feel like marriage is gonna be on the horizon at some point soon. I would love to see it, and I say that, and it's like probably like either marriage or like a breakup <laughs> one extreme or the other they but do i hope do it's things marriage. pretty extremely yeah yeah so that's what i that's what i would hope for i guess i should say for them and then dell dell he's been so interesting this season we've just been seeing such a different side of him that he's like becoming a little unpredictable for me but i think you mentioned it before sam but i would love to see him like have a little boo thing too i think it would like help neutralize (laughs) i miss our sweet dell so i would like love to see him in love yeah those are my my musings okay okay my mvp for episodes three and four is Mm -hmm. pete for trying to do what's right for everyone i I I it, it was really hard for me to pick one because I was like I can't pick Bailey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I I fighting I, it. Yeah. Um he he's the voice of reason for Ryan in episode 3 and he tries to yes. make Violet see Lucas. He tries yeah. to be good for Lucas and he sacrifices his job and his happiness for Violet by going mm-hmm. to Pacific Wellcare. And he's yeah. just he's working so hard to be the bigger person in all of these situations and he's pretty selfless about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's really stepping up. I have to say the men on this show have really impressed me with um how they've stepped up to the plate in some situations. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who's your MVP? I think my MVP and I feel like he might have been my MVP last time as well, but I think I got to give it to Sam. I think I was okay, really yeah. impressed with how he worked under pressure in the surgery and how he kind of had to like level with Addison and be like, you know, let me do this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. He was my runner up. I almost gave it to him too. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about it. It was, it was hard for me to decide for this one, but yeah, I think I would give it to him. I think he like really stepped up to the plate and I would be interested to see how um, his relationship with surgery will continue after this. So, yeah. Okay. My rating, I'm really proud of this one. Oh, okay. Sushi from a gas station. 
Oh. There are some rash and questionable decisions that may or may not end well, and it's a big gamble. <laughs> Which it can be with sushi. That is so it's good. From a gas station. Specifically. Oh my yes. gosh. Oh wow. I don't think I've ever even seen sushi at a gas station. Um, I yep, I see it a lot. Ooh, oh my god, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Oh, and I know wow. it's supposed to be beach themed, but I was going with like a road trip to the beach. No, that's oh, absolutely gotta stop, gotta get gas, gotta load up on snacks, and apparently sushi as well. Let me see, so. should I do Cheez Its or sushi? Hmm, what would be better from this? <laughs> Such a hard choice. Such a hard establishment. Choice. <laughs> I and I think that my rating is heavily inspired by the Olympics, which is interesting because I haven't watched a lot of competitions in this particular sport for the Olympics this year. But my rating was a very intense volleyball competition uh-huh. on the beach because, you know, we always have to place it on the beach. On the beach. But the specificity is important because playing volleyball on the beach compared to playing it like in a gymnasium or something it's 10 times more difficult you know those of you who have done it like even on vacation i'm sure would know but i think that everyone is trying to like keep things in the air everyone's trying to trying to do what's best but like it's a struggle um and i think specifically about addison's situation and how she was telling bailey that like i did the right thing and she's trying and like you can really see that she's putting in the effort um to do her best but she's still still falling short, still still getting stuck in the sand while trying to keep things up and stuck. No Cardi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, my rating. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at BHAB Podcast and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at, at Melissa Clark and on Twitter at, at Melissa with three E's. And you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcast and sharing with a friend. It really helps people learn about the show. Plus, we might read your review on the podcast. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash B-H-A-B podcast. There are different tiers you can subscribe to and get awesome extras like monthly bloopers or even co-hosting the show with us. On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 5. They are available to stream on Netflix and Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram at Podcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT! Yeah!